Each and every Wednesday morning, we break down what happened at last night's Springfield City Council meeting. It is the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location open for lunch, Head West Subs. All right, let's get right into it. A lot to cover from last night's Springfield City Council meeting where you've got a whole host of things that were discussed. Uh, and, of course, this happens each and every um, Tuesday evening. Uh, if there's uh, five Tuesdays in a month and they only do, uh, you know, the four of those five Tuesdays, but with the holidays approaching, uh, we've got the council roundup that we've got to get to here. Uh, so let's go ahead and tackle it now with Springfield's morning news on WMAY uh, from last night's Springfield City Council meeting. Uh, so let's hear about some zoning issues brought up last night. Here's Mayor Jim Langfelder. From S2, Community Shopping and Office District, Section 155.031 to B1, Highway Business Service District, Section 155.033. For condo unit 5B, mini storage internal space for the operation of an indoor climate controlled self storage facility. And from S2 to B2, General Business Service District, Section 155.034, for that area described as part of condo unit 5B RV parking for an ancillary use of vehicular parking of RVs, boats, and travel trailers in the side yard area and a variance of section 155.052C1B. So a lot of different legalese there for zoning, but deals with uh, Town & Country uh, Shopping Center. Here's Alderman McMiniman. I'd just like to acknowledge Mr. David Bernstein of Larkspur Properties uh, flew in from Florida this morning. And um, you can raise your hand and acknowledge yourself. I know maybe you don't want to stand up. Why? Because um, one of the airlines lost his uh, baggage on the oh. way up no. here so he's dressed more casual than normal i hope that's a sense of humor you got going with that comment uh, but thank you for your investment in springfield um you purchased uh, town and country shopping center at auction back in june and you've devised very significant plans to revitalize and rejuvenate town and country shopping center so, ha, yeah, uh, the developer gets up there to uh, address the committee, and uh, here's uh, the mayor uh, thanking uh, the developer for getting there. Yeah, we really appreciate your investment in Springfield. So since you came all this way, we were hoping you bring warm weather. You did today. Again, I apologize. I had a jacket and shoes, and I'm uh, dressed down a little bit for tonight. But, <laughs> but I do appreciate the opportunity, and, and um, we're really looking forward to the redevelopment of the center and um, excited to get going uh, if the city council approves. And uh, the vote on this particular uh, zoning variance? And the zoning passes 10 voting yes, none voting no. All Thank right, you. so Thank next you. up, you've got a travel center. Not a truck stop, but a travel center that's being proposed here uh, for a zoning change. Here's the uh, zones. Trucks idle. And that was one of the concerns of the neighborhood association that at, in the middle of the night when trucks idle and the air is crisp that it goes through. But I've got the... Um, the right attitude with all of us that if that becomes an issue, we'll deal with it. And I appreciate you saying we'll deal with it with landscaping and trees and things like that. The developers looking to uh, ultimately, uh, you know, have some kind of place where they can have around 14 different trucks uh, idle, not for long periods of time, just to get in to do their business. But uh, Alderman Redpath, uh, cautious about this idea. 
Glen Eyre subdivision's in for a rough ride here because, yes, there is traffic that comes down Stevenson Drive, but those idling trucks at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, you can hear them for a long way. I will be a no vote on this because I know this is going to affect that neighborhood. And it's, I know it's Alderman Williams' neighborhood, but I, I, I'm very familiar with it. I'm telling you, uh, it's a bad idea. And, and this is going to be on uh, Stevenson Drive in that area with uh, the developer there of the gas station wanting to allow for this. She uh, says that uh, they're going to control it. That per the ordinance, there's to be no long-term parking there. That will be something that we will work with the city and established once drivers know that this is not the spot to hang out with because we don't have the amenities that a truck stop typically has, which is why we distinguish ourselves as a travel center. So uh, they ultimately did uh, advance that and uh, moved on from zoning. So with that, we move on to uh, city business, where you've got uh, uh, the the treasurer uh, providing the report to the mayor uh, as to how much money there is. And we like hearing about this, the Treasurer Misty Busher. The corporate fund had a beginning balance in the month of November of $60,906,863. We took in total receipts of $10,551,870. We had total disbursements in the month of November of $8,455,336, which left the corporate fund with an ending balance of $63,003,400. Of that ending balance, Mary Langfelder, your ARPA fund ending balance included in that is $23,921,211. This concludes my report, Mary Langfelder. So again, $23 million remaining from ARPA funds, American Rescue Plan Act dollars. So that's a lot of money. Uh, moving on now from last night's committee hearing, there was somebody there talking about trees. That's right, trees. My name is Steve Lane. I'm an urban forestry consultant with Great Lakes Urban Forestry Management out of Batavia, Illinois, a couple, and couple hours north of here. And He was there to provide some statistics on a study that they did about Springfield trees. They do come at a low cost versus other infrastructure, uh, and there are grants out there. So there's $1.5 billion that's been earmarked through the uh, uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, which, which you know, love or, love or hate the piece of legislation itself. This is historic funding for our industry. And uh, says that they're going to do what they can to try to capture a lot of those dollars. We really want to shoot for the moon on this, try and get as much funding as possible, get that into to managing and, and mapping out the trees and, and, and making a benefit for the community with those economic ecological services. So preparing that wish list to have it shovel ready as the, the buzz phrase goes when that funding is released is going to put you at the front of the lunch line and that's that's important. And uh, some questions were raised about those troubled trees that I think a lot of us are just sick and tired of and this is sweet gumball trees. And actually, if, if I may, the sweet gum thing, I just want to say, uh, we can't grow them in our neck of the woods. I'm in the northeast part of the state. I feel like it's, you're bragging. Yeah, no, it's, it's just a little bit too cold, and I wish we could plant more of them. And it, it's, 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 an, no, it's an interesting thing that you, no. you don't. Uh, no, I, I know about the gumballs, but you know, it's, uh, it's one of those trees that we actually wish we could use a little bit more, but I do, if, I do get them. If you need gumballs, yeah. we will collect them and send them to you. Right. right. No kidding. Uh, so, yeah, uh, there you go with the, uh, the, the tree overview. Uh, stay tuned. Much more coming up here with Springfield's Morning News. It is the Council Roundup on WMAY. But let's take a look. Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch. Also open for lunch on Saturdays. And don't forget about delivery. Head West Subs. So last night, they uh, got through the zoning. They got through uh, a 
variety of other ordinances, including a bunch of appointments that were on an omnibus vote. And now it's time to delve back into this idea of a proposal to bring about some residential units and building new construction on a parking lot in downtown Springfield. Here's the ordinance read by the mayor. Our ordinance authorizing execution of a redevelopment agreement with Andirondack Community Development LLC for the financial assistance for the property located at 301 North 5th Street, utilizing only tax increment finance funds generated by the project for an amount not to exceed $4,565,039. So Alderman Redpath, he uh, sounded off on uh, what he wants to do with this at that time last night. Yes, Mayor, we uh, just got the developer's agreement at 5 o'clock. Um, I think we need to hold this. So, uh, are they going to hold it? Well, uh, they can, can heard from the developer from Adirondack, a New York company, on what they plan on doing there. I think what we would like, what we'd respectfully ask you to do is to vote to move this forward legislatively. Obviously, the developer agreement is going to be negotiated with the city council. I think the standard terms of that agreement are, are fairly uh, are fairly. Um, customary for the city, which is that 51% of the labor be uh, local Springfield residents. And the developer also talked about the importance of the timing of this, of getting this agreement in place. We are concerned uh, that, you know, with interest rates rising, I know the Fed raised rates only by half a point uh, or, or yeah, 50 bips uh, instead of uh, 75, which a lot of people were afraid of. But rates are going up at some point. Uh, we'd like to go lock in our financing as, as quickly as possible. And then uh, Alderman Williams, he sounded off as well on some of his concerns uh, about the uh, proposal moving forward. I put it on debate because I had issues about women and people of color in this diverse workforce that you spoke on and and to see what the agreement looked like. And I'm glad that it did come at five. So if, if I'm hearing that there's going to be time to address those kind of issues later, uh, for, for sure, just to be clear, I think it's a good project. I think that, you know, it would be good for Springfield, but I just had some specific uh, areas dealing with who's going to build it and how. And uh, the developer providing some response. I actually have had a dialogue with um, um, Aaron Guernsey about that. And, uh, you know, we gave him our commitment that we will be entering into a PLA. So uh, the commitment is there, uh, but the details maybe not uh, entirely set in stone. Uh, more from uh, other alder people, including Alderman Jim Donilon. So if we were to pass this ordinance tonight, in other words, there would be no nego re negotiating with the city because we have already agreed to enter into a redevelopment agreement. And uh, Corporation Counsel Jim Zirkel uh, providing a little bit of clarity on that idea. The, the, the ordinance contemplates our boilerplate agreement being in place, but it's going to be subject to the, the TIF as it's created and the uh, Enterprise Zone. If the... Uh, if the city is unable to create the TIF district, then the entire process is basically nullified. Or if the enterprise zone is not approved, the entire project is contingent on those subsequent uh, actions taking place. Damn, more from the Corporation Council. You never know what will happen if the actual bids go out, what the amounts are. You don't know the... Uh, circumstances that might require further changes. Look, look at Legacy Point. It was changed, I don't think, three times. 
you know, through that, you know, through the process. So the developer's agreement can be changed? Of course. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. And we've done it with others on several circumstances, both time and scope and money. So we're going to hear a lot more about all of this uh, from last night's Springfield City Council meeting. It is the Council Roundup uh, on WMAY, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch and open for Loretto. Celebrate responsibly. 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk. the Council Roundup that is Springfield's Morning News on 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk. Hearing about a proposal to create a targeted micro-TIF downtown Springfield that would allow for a self-funding of sorts of a project to take a parking lot at uh, 301 uh, Fifth Street downtown and ultimately allow it for um, some residential units and a New York firm coming to town to uh, lay out that proposal. Uh, but there's still some questions that are being asked, including those from uh Alderperson Aaron Conley uh, asking about various provisions of this bill. It is the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. If you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Here's Alderwoman Conley. Um, I would make a motion that this redevelopment agreement includes a commitment from the, the developer to engage in PLAs with uh, the appropriate construction industries. Sure, but uh, keep in mind what really protects our residents is the what's in code. That's 51% of projects that the unions or whoever does the work has to make that effort with residents, and that's what uh, the difference with Poplar was. So, And then uh, Alderman Sean Gregory also chiming in here, uh, making sure that uh, his voice is heard for his community and uh, what they want to see happen with the, uh, the, the project labor agreements that are, are lined up. I have no... Um will to hold your project up because I'm very, very interested on in, in the TIF portion and the enterprise zone, which is which is meant for impoverished areas to get incentives and employ uh, people in these situations. So the extension of that is really, you know, for me, um, is really, really going to be dependent on something that we're talking about with this developer agreement and the workforce that, that you mentioned before being, being diverse. And uh, Alderman Hanauer also chiming in. I understand you want to lock in, but we're in the middle of holidays right now. Two weeks, I don't think, is going to hurt you. Um, and I, I, I think we can have, once we all look at everything, it's much, much like Poplar Place. We'll, we'll get this hammered out. You can look at the stuff that you've got. Your company can. We all get back together and we we, we, we hammer this thing, get this thing done. I, I so uh, saying that, uh, hey, we can we can wait a couple of more weeks here. Uh, but the developer, uh, again, highlighting that uh, they want to get things locked in to make sure that uh, they don't run into any problems last minutes uh, with any possible changes. It's a little unusual to have actual project level agreements drafted up this early when, you know, we haven't even designed the building yet. We, this is all. What we're asking you to do today is to really provide the, the, the structure 
the benefits that will allow us to do that. There is so much work that needs to be done and agreements that need to be entered into. So uh, a lot of uh, back and forth, including the mayor jumping in, making his uh, his points that uh, this is uh, an effort that it, it's timing and it's going to change and it's going to come back to Springfield Alder people uh, in an effort to try to best uh, address all these concerns about the project labor agreement, about the funding, uh, about the workforce and so on. We want to change downtown. Now's our chance. 136 units of market rate housing. So he's just asking for the green light to pursue financing. And the developer's agreement is what it is. It's a template. Uh, it's spelled out to uh, with regards to creating the TIF. Uh, he'll do the PLA. Well, I'm sure we're going to amend it. So it has and it's just uh, no transfers of other TIF funds can go in. So it secures just what's generated from the project to fill the gap of financing. Then Alderwoman DeCenso, uh, she chimed in on uh, the timing of last minute uh, reports and analysis that uh, Alder people got just before the hearing and uh, seeming to uh, try to, you know, uh, in a way, have empathy with what the developers feeling right now, getting blindsided with all these questions. The look of frustration I'm seeing on your face and hearing in your voice is what we feel when we get an email at 447 with 20 pages to review when the meeting starts at 530. And this is common practice. And this is not aimed at you. We're supportive of this project, but it's irresponsible of us to not read the agreement and then vote on something that we have no idea what's in it. Um, so uh, the questions continued with um, uh, various uh, older people again chiming in on uh, the other how part exactly of the spoke. Uh, they, they move forward, uh, including Alderman Redpath uh, talking about uh, how he wanted to hold this for a bit. But uh, uh, looks like they're going to try to uh, solidify some of the last minute details before they uh, move forward here. Spoke in the wheel of this whole thing is the PLA. And you've said you have talked to labor and agreed to uh, sign the PL, sign a PLA with labor. Is that correct? Yes. And the developer acknowledging that that is the goal. Uh, Alderman uh, Williams, Roy Williams Jr. He he talked about the PLA and the importance of it, uh, but uh, in particular, he he wants to make sure that it's clear that the PLA uh, deals with uh, you know diversity of the workforce. You received this from Mr. Guernsey. What is he saying as far as a minority workforce dealing with the women that's going to be on this job and the people of color that's going to be on the job? What is the target percentage that you guys are discussing? We haven't discussed that yet. I think that's something that we, you know, we're, we, we'll, we agree that we will include something along those lines. And Alderman Williams continues. Well, you know, I'm, I'm asking these questions because this council is always fine with the word PLA, not knowing what that means. They just want a PLA. They, 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 they don't ask about women. They don't ask about people of color. I, on the other hand, always like to say, well, what, what makes up that PLA? What, what is that percentage? What, are we, what, is gonna, what is it going to be? Because we have to have that to have a diverse workforce. And then you get uh, Alderman Williams and Alderwoman Purchase uh, going back and forth with uh, their sentiments on how to move forward with this, with the PLA and with other uh, amendments that may be happening. Uh, 20%, 30%, I mean, what? 20% is what I asked last Tuesday, Alderman Williams. Well, I'm, I'm asking you want, him now. That's what I requested from him. But if you want me to hold it to make sure we got that in the language for you, we can do that. Well, too. I mean, if we, if we can all agree in public and, all, you know, on the record that it's going to be 20 percent, I'm fine. 
So uh, is that what's going to happen here? Is that ultimately the uh, path forward? Uh, the mayor, he uh, jumped back in to talk about how this is going to be a moving target, but they have to give some assurances uh, as to what the developer can expect moving forward. I think uh, that's something that will have to be a discussion for later. And then you bring it back uh, when we form the TIF and have everything lined up and hopefully uh, wrap it in a nice little bow. Will it be wrapped up in a nice little bow? Here's the vote. As amended, vote yes. Those opposed, vote no. The voting is now open. I know you're probably sweating right now. You're good. Push it twice, sometimes three times. How about tonight? Five times. Here we go. And the motion passes 10 voting yes, none voting no. Thank you. Thank thank you very much. Thank you, everyone. We appreciate it, and we look forward to working with the city. And uh, and bringing this project to fruition. All right. So uh, moving forward with last night's Springfield City Council meeting, uh, we've got Alderwoman Conley, who uh, wanted to to make sure she gets something that's on first reading, dealing with the Salvation Army getting some funds uh, to help with the homeless population. Here is Alderwoman Conley. We're suspending with the timelines on this one for first reading. This is $400,000 for a shelter for one year. I I do expect that we will have people um, from Salvation Army available next week and at the meeting to answer questions about this. And more from Alderwoman Conley. I would like details on the programs that they have been provided, providing um, during the prior year of this this contract. Number of persons served, agreements moving forward uh, with different mental health providers, education outreach um, providers in the community to show us what's going to be happening in this shelter to provide meaningful services. So... So uh, we'll hear more about that. Then Alderwoman Purchase gets his last word for the council roundup. The last one coming up this Wednesday. And Holiday we encourage walks. everybody to come out if you need those last tonight. It's before the those storm. last minute gifts. And also you still have time to write Santa a letter and go place it in the box downtown. Go. And then just Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas. We missed Santa Claus today. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. Maybe you're oh. on the naughty list. That's right. Speak <laughs> for <think>. yourself. <laughs> I think he's quarantined. <laughs> quarantine. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, typically at this uh, the meeting before the uh, the Christmas holiday, they have some guy come out in a Santa suit and hand out all kinds of treats for the older people. That didn't happen this year. Ah, that's no good. Either way, that's your Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch. And don't forget about delivery, Head West Subs. All right, it is Springfield's Morning News on 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk. And let's take a look at Springfield's dependable five-day forecast, where you've got a high today of around 34. But then we've got a uh, cold snap coming with a high of around uh, 6 tomorrow. With snow, could be two to four inches with winds up to 38 miles an hour. And then the temperature is going to plummet Thursday night with a low of minus six 45 mile an hour winds. So you can imagine that the snow is going to cause some problems with that wind. Friday, widespread blowing snow with a high of around three. And then Friday night, the low down to minus one with uh, wind gusts continuing. And then Saturday,